Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise babes in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God. And his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing, and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are busting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you're about to listen to has been designed specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or you can send it to us via email at contact at wordloversglobal.com. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. Now, let's destroy Canaanite. <laughs> That's why I told you that I pray tonight will change your life. Now, how easily we walk under the law. And trust me, once you walk under the law, you are cursed. No man can curse you. You put yourself under curse. That's what the Bible says. We'll get there. Now I'll show you this. God said to the Israelite, Come out from this land, Egypt. I'll show you a place. A beautiful place. <laughs> Called Canaan. He said there, it flows with what? Milk and honey. Maybe you try and force yourself to look at the meaning of Canaan. You see, it is called the purple place. Or the place of merchandise. Sometimes you will sing to the people and it looks like nobody is responding. It didn't go like the way you thought it should go. And you are frustrated after. You are under the law. Because you say, look at the rehearsal. Look at the time we put into rehearsal. Look at how I prayed and prepared. Works. Anytime you sing and it doesn't go well, when you meet there, thank him. He's your supplier. And you are going to be an excellent team when you do that. Canaan. It's a land of purple. Who gives you an idea? What does it mean? It's a land of grace. What was God going to give the people? Rest. Rest is only found in grace. Genesis chapter 6, verse 8. The Bible says that and Noah found grace. And Noah, who is called rest, and rest found grace. And Noah found grace, favor. Look at it. Noah, rest, found grace in the eyes of the Lord. The first time the word grace was mentioned was with Noah. And God showed us something that rest found grace so what god was doing for the israelite was that he wanted them to rest canaan the place of rest 
Where were they going to rest? They were going to rest in the grace of God. The purple place. But something was happening there. It was also a place where they were trading, merchandising. What we call butter trading. Did you ever hear of butter trade? I have sugar. Bring rice. So I'm giving you rice. That's why you are giving me sugar. I'm giving you beans. That's why you are giving me yam. I'm giving you this. That's why you are giving me that. So God sent the Israelites through Moses. He said, go and kill them. Deuteronomy 2017. Is somebody following something? Yes, sir. Oh, how we have ignorantly worked under the law. Now, if you listen to all I'm saying, you realize that you are feeling restful. You see your children. You don't need to worry about them. Not one. You don't worry they will go way off. You don't worry this, your business. You don't worry it won't do well. You don't worry because you go to work, work early. Uh, your business, your, your, your school. Your, you don't worry about anything. Why are you worrying? Because you think you are doing something. You are doing something to receive something. You are in the place of merchandising. You are in the place of trade. Now, what, so there was, there was butter trade happening on the land of Canaan. <laughs> what was happening? With who? Who was the butter between? It was with God. So God told them, he said, but thou shalt utterly destroy them, namely the Hittite, the Amorite, the Canaanite. Where were these people? They were found in the land of Canaan. You remember? When they sent the spies there. As the Lord God had commanded thee. So God wanted these guys cut off. So that his people can have a rest. Now, if God does not destroy Canaanite, they will come there thinking that they have rest based on their effort. Numbers 21.3 Are we destroying the Canaanites? God brought the increase. Yeah. Because increase and growth is not by human effort. See, I can preach the best of messages. Be anointed. Prophesy all the prophets. God will bring three people here. <laughs> and you will not accept. Because you think, ah, I prophesied and the sun turned. I healed the guy who had no legs and is now walking. How come men are not coming? Because you're under curse. You didn't even know. That's works. And the Lord hearkened to the voice of Israel and delivered up the Canaanite and they utterly destroyed them and their cities and he called the name of the place Homer. He changed that activity. What was the activity? The place of butter. So Israel would have gone there. See, this is something that Abraham learned a long time ago. In Genesis 17. After he had won the fight 
and destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. The Bible said the king of Sodom said, you, give me this and take all that. Abraham said, no, sir. I will not take anything from you so that you say that I, what I have is because you gave me. No, sir. Then he said, God has already given me the creator of the heavens and the earth. So Abraham learned early. This is church. This is somebody who wants to give you some money. Choose. Because you think if you don't come, you've lost an opportunity. Genesis 14. He said, I will not take so much as a single thread or sander tongue from what belongs to you. Otherwise, you might say, I am the one who made Abraham rich. So Abraham got to know that all that he has, all that he will have, come from God. The one who said from the beginning in Genesis chapter 12, he said, come out of your kindred. He said, I will show you a present. I will bless you. In blessings, I will bless you for you to be a blessing. So Abraham stood with a place of grace. That's how God doesn't need you in the area of blessing, salvation. He doesn't need you so that you say that I was part of it. He doesn't need any work from you because your mouth is hege. Now, listen, I've decided one day when we begin to walk in our millions of congregation. Uh, competition. I, I will show you. Don't worry. We'll come there. <laughs> why, why, why not me? Lord, I've been serving in your house. Why not me? So, Toby comes to church today and I give a word and she receives an amazing thing. Then she comes to give a testimony. Then you are there like, oh God. God went. But I've been here for a while. I've heard the word. I know. Indeed. No. That's the law. You know what you just said? Lord, I deserve. Because I have done this. Because I have done this. Because I've been to church. In, you know, because. You're walking in the law. Automatically, you have subjected yourself to curse. You will start drying very soon. You know how you will respond to it? He said, amazing. Oh, God is wonderful. Oh. He can just manifest people's blessing and he can at his own will. How oh, wow, amazing. Because the fact that somebody has seen manifestation does not mean you don't have a blessing. He said there is a blessing upon the head of the righteous. Huh? Every day you just look at yourself and see the blessing upon your head. And your blessing is not much more than it's the same. <laughs> oh, there's a blessing upon my head. So you see, they send the spies to go there. And at the end of the day, they destroy the people there. What did they destroy actually? They destroy the butter trade. What was the butter trade? God, I've done this. I deserve that. God, this is the butter trade. Lord, I have served. Therefore, I deserve this. Butter trade. I have rice. If, yes, I, I, you, you don't decide what you give me. In butter trade, you don't decide what you give. I tell you, look, I want rice. Then you ask me, do you also have salt? I need salt. You don't give me what you want. If you don't have the salt, of course, you are not getting my rice. So you see, 
So that battery system is even part of God showing you. <laughs> Some of you never came to meet that one. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, what is the law? I've been giving definitions of the law. It means doing it yourself. The law means doing it yourself. Don't worry about anything. When you wake up every day, you say, Jesus, thank you for the supply. Oh, thank you for my children. Thank you for my bank account. Oh, Lord, thank you. Imagine I prophesy and I say, the name of this week shall be amazing. You receive it and you believe it. Even if you don't get your account credited, you don't give up and you don't start worrying. Because if it doesn't appear, it doesn't mean you don't have. That's your problem. Jesus, until I see his palm and I see his side, I will not believe. But unfortunately, it was not only Thomas that doubted. Peter and the rest, they doubted. The only person who didn't doubt was Mary Magdalene. <laughs> she was the one that ran to the tomb. As for the rest, Peter, they were there, they were crying. They never believed he would rise, yet he told them. So it was not Thomas only. Even when they came to tell Peter, Peter was like, you, you saw the Lord. He said, let me go and see. And he did what? He ran to the place. That's when they believed. So Jesus had to use Thomas to tell us. He said, except I shall see in his hand the print of nail and put my finger into the side of the nail and, and thrust my hand into his side. I will not believe. Don't laugh. You've lived this life. Can we go on? The law means do by yourself. Grace means is done by Jesus. The law means do. You do. Why is everybody getting a testimony? Why not me? Why is God coming through for everybody? Waiting for a breakthrough. Why not me? You're a law student. You're a law student. You're in form four. Then you become frustrated. Do you know why you become frustrated? Do you know why you feel frustrated and you feel like because you're under curse? Galatians 3.10 Who is Paul talking to? Unbelievers? No. He's talking to Christians. For as many of us, for as many as are of the work of the law are under curse. I'm not the one saying it, is there? For it is written, cursed is everyone that continueth not in all the things which are written in the book of the law to do them. Let me explain something to you. You'll be amazed. Are you ready? 
he's saying that once you begin anything by your own effort he said you have put yourself under law and what the Lord does to you is that if you are not able to meet it so, so listen anytime you enter you begin to do things by your effort by your works the law appears to you what has it come to do it came to see if you'll be able to satisfy all the 613 not that one that not that one thing that you wanted to do so you break one of the 613 and immediately you are put under curse <laughs> in the old testament You see people that say, don't wear trousers, don't wear this, don't wear that. Do you know in the Old Testament, as part of the law, you were not allowed to put on clothes of different texture. You can't put on an undergarment of cotton and put on a shirt of silk. That's sin. You're breaking the law. Yeah. Do you know in your farm, you can't plant purple and plant guava? You can't do that. You must plant the same seed on the same land. If you mix the seed, you have sinned. Thou shalt not wear garments of diverse sorts as of woolen and linen together. So you couldn't do that. <laughs> Toby, like you are wearing this one, you are wearing jeans. The one you have, you have the same thing. We are doing what? Color block. You have sinned. That shall not wear garment of, of diverse sort, of woolen and linen together. You cannot do that. You couldn't do that. You see, people don't understand the law. <laughs> I tell you. So now, hold on. Look at it. Thou shalt not sow thy vineyard with diverse seeds. Lest the fruit of thy seed, fruit thou hast sown, and the fruit of the vineyard be defiled. You cannot sow diverse seeds upon a land. Today now you, you plant small pepper, small tomato. No, sir. This land must be tomato. You look for another land, pepper. <laughs> so see, so this way, now we had 10 laws, but it, it increased 
to 630 and these ones are part of it. So now look at the danger here. If today you begin to do anything by effort, you have subjected yourself to the law, which means you must satisfy all the 613. Don't wear anything like this. Don't show anything. You have you, you subjected yourself to the law. I'm not the one who said it. Galatians 3.10. And because you can't fulfill all the requirements of the law, huh? Deuteronomy 28. Paul says, I will not what? Frustrate. I do not frustrate the grace of God. I will not mix it with any effort. I will not mix it with anything. Otherwise, what? You subject yourself under the law. Trust me, anytime you do anything by your effort, by your, you, by your merit, the law will show up. The law will show up and the law will insist that you fulfill all. And it shall come to pass if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord that and observe to do all his commandments which I commanded this day. Go to the verse 15. But it shall come to pass if thou will not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe to do all his commandment and his statutes which I commanded this day. So the law has come. You couldn't do it. Then he said that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. Cursed shall thou be in the city. Cursed shall thou be. So can the believer be cursed? Nobody can curse the believer but the believer can put himself under curse. What are the evidence of curses? Drought. Dryness. Stillness. Cut off from flow. So you realize that something is not moving on properly. Maybe that's why the Lord asked me to come and teach this. Connect to grace immediately. Connect to grace immediately. I said, I've prayed, I've prayed, I've prayed, I've prayed, but I don't see anything. That is said we should declare. I've declared all the declarations, but no show. Let's go for that meeting. You won't say openly that you won't come. You won't say, Look at this. Say, Curse shall that be in the city. So you're in the city and you're under curse. Dry, everything is dried, everything is dry. There's, why is it dryness? Because the flow of the spirit. Do you remember? He that supplieth. He that ministereth. The epic Korea goes. He that supplieth. Ministereth. Huh, by the spirit and, and working miracles in your life. Did he, does he do it by, by the works of the law? No. Not by effort. He does it by faith. Learn to live. I've been telling you. Learn to live a life of, Lord, I believe I receive. Lord, I believe I receive. Lord, I, what, whatever thing you are looking for in this life, only believe and receive, knowing that Jesus finished the work. The reason why you have a manifestation is because Jesus finished it. Jesus finished it. 
Now remember. <laughs> okay, you let's go on. Okay. So, so um, Galatians 3.10. For as many as are of the works of the law are under curse. Who are the many he's talking about? Unbelievers? No. Okay, let me show you what Paul is doing here. Do you know the church of Corinthians? They were so stubborn. And if you know the history of the church of Corinth or, or Corinthians, so Corinth was a town, was a people, but there were Christians amongst them called the church of Corinth. Listen to me carefully. Now, from according to history, the Corinth were people that was, they were founded on sexual immorality. Now, they had a temple where sexual immorality was. People go for sex vacation. So you can travel and come there. It's a temple. Come there and just have sex. That's what the land was known for. But in that land, Paul said, I will plant a church. So Paul planted the church there. The same with Ephesus. Paul, eh? But Paul realized that some of the church members, some, some of them are passing there. <laughs> but that's why he wrote, the, he wrote to them. But when Paul was writing to them, he never used the word foolish Corinthians. He was, his, his words were mild. His words were loving. But when he came to the church of Galatians, they were not going to the temple to fornicate or to do all those things. What was happening to them? They were working by effort. So Paul saw what the Galatian church was doing as more grievous than church of Corinth. Because those who were falling in sin, there is a solution. There is a solution. Where sin abounds, grace abounds, even much more. Can you see that? So, that, that problem can be solved by grace. By teaching them more grace. Because grace will help them turn their backs. But when he came to the people of Kool, he said, Oh foolish Galatians, who have bewitched you? That ye should not obey the truth before whose eyes Christ had been evidently set forth, crucified amongst you. What is he trying to say? He's saying that Paul said, He's saying that I was able to explain Christ to them that they could literally see Jesus on the cross and how he forgave them of their sins through his blood. And he said, Now you are forsaking this truth. And you are falling under curse. Go on to the next one. He says what? This only would I learn of you. Receive you the spirit by works of the law or by hearing of faith. Are you, are you saying it? Yes. Now they have left the place of faith to the place of works. We need to do this for this to happen. We need to... Now, what Paul is trying to say is that it is okay to fall in sin than to fall under the law. 
Can you see it now? Yes, Paul is okay to fall into sin than to fall under the law. Because when you fall in sin, you are not, you are not cursed. It can be dealt with. Go on. Are you so foolish? Use it twice. Having begun in the spirit, are you now made perfect by the flesh? So what was the sickness of the, of, of the church of Galatians? They stopped the flow of the spirit to the flow of works. Now you know what kind of life they're living. We are doing this so God must bless us. We are doing this so God must do this for us. We are, we are evangelizing so God must, you know, Somebody, might, somebody will decide to work in the house of God because he is looking for a blessing. I want to join the choir so that God can give me a baby. I want to join the Sunday school so God can have mercy on me and give me the fruit of the womb. Hmm. You haven't come to the point to know that all these things are gifts. We don't work for them. It's part of the finished work. Jesus finished it. Go on, let me see. Have you suffered so many things in vain? If it be yet in vain, he therefore that ministered, this is what we read. He therefore that ministered to you the spirit and worked miracles amongst you. Which means that they were receiving the fruit of the spirit. They were seeing miracles because all they knew was that Jesus was crucified on the cross and Jesus was the reason that everything is happening to them. Then all of a sudden somebody came in and began to speak to them. And said, no, 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 you don't need this. You need to work for yourself. Hold on. Is this not the same scenario that Lucifer brought to Adam and Eve? Eat the fruit. You shall be like God. Your eyes shall be open. When they hadn't touched it, they were enjoying God's flow. Even as Abraham believed God, believed, everybody believed, believed God. And it was accounted to him. It was accounted to him for righteousness. God began to supply Abraham's account with righteousness. With his inflexible justice. You know, there are a lot of people, there are a few examples in the Bible. Who stood in the place of grace? Go to Romans 5.3. He said, wherefore we have access by faith, okay, into the grace wherein we stand. Do you remember Esther? Yes. Esther stood in the place of grace. But it was temporal. Where did Esther find herself? She found favor with the king and found herself in the place of the king. Did she enjoy amazing? But it was temporal. Daniel, the same thing. Joseph, the same thing. Dears were temporal. Ours is a permanent place. We stand in the grounds of undergrounds of of grace. I stand in the undergrounds of grace. Mm. Are you following? All right. Go to Galatians 5, 4. 
Thank you, Jesus. Uh -huh. He said, Christ is become of no effect to you. Wow. Anytime you begin to walk by your effort, Christ has become no effect. Let me explain. Hmm. See, you are born again. You believe by faith. That's why you became born again. And you are now standing on the grounds of grace. Standing on the grounds of grace. And where you stand, you receive supply because of him. Your true value has now become him. Your true measure has now become him. Everything about you today and now is because of him. Anytime you walk under the law, you exchange it. You exchange Christ for your works. In other words, where I stand now, I don't need anybody to supply me with free things. I can work for my own things. And the Bible says that if you have gotten to the state where you think you can work for your own things, then you must work for all. And since you can't work for all, then you begin to work under cares. But there's a solution anyway. The solution is that you stop from the works. Stop from the works immediately. And turn to Christ. Your supply. So he said that, because once you begin to work under the law, he said, Christ is become of no effect unto you. Let's read from verse 1. Stand fast therefore in the liberty. Do you remember this one? Wherewith Christ has made us free. And be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Did he say with a yoke of bondage? I want to show you something. Have you ever heard the scripture that says that the yoke is broken because of the anointing? Can the Christian be yoked? Can the Christian be yoked? No, I'm not talking about the yoke of Christ. The Bible says that the Bible says that the yoke is broken because of the anointing. Right? The yoke is broken because of the anointing. So I'm asking you, can the Christian be yoked? Why can't he be yoked? So, so why can't he be yoked? You know that statement. Look at it. He said, and it shall come to pass in the day that his burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder and his yoke from off thy neck and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Do you know how a lot of people have interpreted this? Read it. He didn't say the anointing will break the yoke. That's not what he's saying. Every yoke upon your neck, let it be broken. Is that what that's what we say? You've heard that before. But is that what you are reading? What are you seeing? What does it mean? It's so simple. You are not seeing. He said, and the yoke 
shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Do you know what it means? Before the yoke will fall on you, it will be destroyed. Because the anointing is there. The anointing is not coming to break the for anointing to break the yoke to mean that you are yoked and you need the anointing to break it. That's not what he's saying. He said the yoke shall be broken because of the anointing. So before anybody decides to yoke you, before the thing falls on you, it's broken. It's destroyed because of the anointing. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are Word and Spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service, Christian Rayma 9 at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our Friday services, dubbed Night of Bliss at 6 p.m. And sit under the reign of heaven in our Furnace service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny-L Jedu, and on Instagram as Prophet Danny-L Jedu. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. Prophet Daniel Jedu's book, Partnership with the Lord is Out, and it's selling fasting prints and on Amazon. This book has all you need to help you assess your God-given right. You can contact Word and Spirit International, contact services on plus 233-54722-1773 or plus 233-50432-8959 for any inquiries. So many people are listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast on Podbean and many have received testimonies by listening. We want you to share your testimony with us by leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or sending it to us via email to contact at wordloversglobal.com. You were made to live from glory to glory and your testimony is about to shake the world. You are blessed.